1: Winds gonna pick up, a little cloudier on Sunday, seventy to seventy-five. Now it's an interesting segue because if we stay mild, if we stay m- mild like that. Excuse me, things will be okay this winter. But if it's not, then we have some issues. Now we're glad to have on Joe Nolan, CEO of EverSource, who who wrote a letter to the White House, basically warning of what could be to come in terms of energy costs in the Northeast. Joe, how are you this morning? Hey, good morning, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Sorry about your BC Eagles. I know, I'm
0: devastated. I'm devastated.
1: Well, we're not though. But anyway, <laughs> uh we'll we'll talk about that another time. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. You know, what prompted you to it, to to write the letter and to sort of go public? And then are you surprised by the amount of response that it's received?
0: Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. You know, this has been going uh, this has been brewing for for many months, uh, you know, the New England governors, along with Governor Lamont, wrote to the uh, White House uh, putting them on notice. Uh, there was a meeting in Vermont with the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission on September 8th. Uh, we talked about the issue uh we have been uh you know practicing and and, and drilling on uh rolling blackouts should we uh, face a challenging winter so uh, all of these things uh, i thought it was important that we memorialize in a document and we provide some uh solutions so i'm just not going to go throw a problem at him i'm going to give him solutions and i think it's, uh... The, the letter allows him to uh, allows the president to take certain actions that have been taken before uh we'll talk about the Jones Act uh, which allows a foreign vessel to move in and out of American ports. He did it when Puerto Rico got hit. Uh, they were able to move foreign vessels between Puerto Rico and the continental U.S. without any issues. And and those are the types of things that I think we need. He has significant oil uh, and petroleum reserves that he could make available to electric generators in the region.
1: Well, listen, we're talking with Joe Nolan, the CEO of Eversource here. What about the stuff that they came out with yesterday? Did you get a chance to look over what they did announce in terms of... Uh, the stuff with the the heat pumps and some other sort of you know they yeah. they're going to devote a couple billion dollars four and a half billion dollars for federal assistance for heating bills this winter, does any of that help
0: yeah i mean uh, it obviously helps the impact on our customers um you know actually last year the the money was almost double that, so you know I would like to see some more money. Uh, to help our customers in this region, uh, you know, I was at the White House for the signing of the IRA, and a lot of the benefits, uh, a lot of things that were announced yesterday, were as a result of that act. So, you know, I think that more money should be flowing here, not only to help customers uh, with the high bills, but also to give them some incentives to uh, to get some high efficiency uh, uh, units uh, in their in their house.
1: So, I mean, is a is a rolling blackout an actual possibility here in Connecticut?
0: It absolutely is. If we have uh, more than a moderate to mild winter, if we get hit with a cold snap for a multi-day, uh, you know, cold temperatures, uh, you could see a situation where we would have to curtail load and uh, on a rolling basis. So,
1: tell me, what does it? that mean, you that you won't have enough natural gas to power the region. What, why would you have to do that?
0: Yeah. So, what will happen is this: there are a significant number of electric generating units in the region. They they operate on both oil and they operate on natural gas. We do not own any power plants. So these generators do not line up a firm supply in the winter months. And, you know, what we're trying to get the president to do is to allow them to put on site, say, seven days of uh, fuel for oil to to run the unit, Uh, also to allow for LNG to be made available, domestic LNG, to be made available for these units that fire on natural gas, Uh, So that, you know, these folks aren't going to, you know, have such a significant burden on price around the fuel supply for the electric generating units.
1: Is there, I mean, we've had this conversation with some distributors. Is there a nat gas or an oil shortage? No, there's not. Okay. So then why is it so difficult to be supplied?
0: Because we have a global uh, crisis with energy. And so we've got eight or ten tankers right now in the Gulf. They're filling up with American LNG. And they're going everywhere but in America. They're going to Japan. They're going to ports all over the world. This is American LNG. It belongs in America. Is it
1: because it's getting a better price overseas?
0: It's No, because those ships are foreign flagged. They can't go to another U.S. port. So when I want to buy LNG, if we buy LNG, we have to buy it from a foreign country. It's absolutely ludicrous.
1: How do we change that? Is that a piece of legislation? I don't understand
0: yeah there's an act called the Jones Act. The Jones Act does not allow american uh, non American flag vessels to move freely in and out of ports, so my request to the President is to provide relief, which he can do on a on a uh, as needed basis. This is not something I want to get rid of the, the law but just on an as-needed basis, if I wanted to get a, tank, a foreign tanker coming from the Gulf of Mexico and come up to the northeast with LNG, he has the ability to give us a waiver. He did it with Puerto Rico. He could do it in these, these circumstances as well.
1: Now, now, to be candid, you know, when it comes to Eversource, regardless of what the dynamic is, it does it impact your margins?
0: It does not impact our margins.
1: Okay, so your business stays the same regardless.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we've got, we, we were pushed out of the generation business, you know, two decades ago. We don't own any generation. We go out to the marketplace and we procure on behalf of our customers. Uh, but, as you know, at the end of the day, if the lights go out, you know, they're going to be calling on me, and I'm going to be back on your show again, uh, and I'm going to have to answer to our customers. And that's why I'm doing everything I can to make sure that the lights stay on.
1: We're talking with Joe Nolan. We're grateful to have him on the show. CEO of EverSource here on Brian and Company and WTSE News Talk 1080. You know we have a lot of politics going on, and we have a lot of people talk about how Connecticut uh, is the most expensive electricity state in the in the continental U.S. and how we have some of the highest energy costs in the entire country. Uh, can you explain to people, and you probably have before, but why is that the case?
0: Sure. So, you know, I think there's been a conscious decision in the Northeast to have a clean kilowatt hour, uh, carbon-free power, and folks have made those investments, and those have been in the works for quite some time. If you want to get know cheap, unreliable power, go to, go to Texas. That's where you're going to get it. Go to California or go to down in the coal states. But up here in this region, you know, we're working very hard around renewables, clean energy, uh, wind. You know, we're going to have a wind project online Uh, next year. We're going to be out. We're already building onshore, but we're going to be out in the ocean starting next June. So, you know, we are very close to uh, transitioning to this clean energy future. Uh, But unfortunately, it comes with a cost. But, you know, what is the cost of of global warming, what's the cost of these violent storms that we're getting? It's far more uh, significant. So we need to get to a carbon-free future, and that's what we're all working on. So,
1: like. say for instance, when that, that the wind stuff comes online, will prices moderate?
0: Yeah, prices will definitely moderate uh, for our customers, and you know the price that we're seeing is a lot cheaper than right now what we have out in the marketplace. And that's a good solid resource. I mean, that wind is blowing as a fifty percent capacity factor, uh, which is significant in the energy business. You know, and then we need to look at uh, battery storage. Battery storage is critical because yep. all these resources we're talking about, whether it's solar or it's wind, these are uh, intermittent resources. Uh, you know, I was uh, spoke at the uh, at the Venture Clash last week down in New Haven, Connecticut, and I met all sorts of inventors and in technology, and I was just so pleased by the. By all of the things that are going on in Connecticut uh, and the leadership down there, and Governor Lamont's leadership around clean energy, so uh, I think it's a bright future. We've got a couple of tough, challenging winters, and you know who could have predicted what Putin is doing? Nobody could have predicted that.
1: Yeah. Uh, just real quick, are there things people can do? Resources for people if they want to, whether it's weatherizing their homes or other things they can do to try to, you know, mitigate this pending pop in cost to heat our homes. What can people do?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have significant amount of energy efficiency programs, but you know, even the LED lighting, uh, the bulbs. That the old incandescent bulb might be a a 70 or 80 watt bulb a 75 watt bulb. They're now at like 18 watts, and you're getting the same illumination. Those, are, those make a big difference. You know, anything weather stripping around your door, you know, just a tweaking that thermostat a little bit. Those are the types of things that we can all, you know, work together on and, and avoid this, avoid a catastrophe this winter. But uh, we're doing everything we can to make sure that the lights stay on and customers' aren't, uh, power isn't interrupted.
1: I know you've been busy. Uh, you're always busy, but especially surrounding this piece of news. So we appreciate you bringing some insight to our audience.
0: Thank you very much for having me on. God bless.
1: All right. Joe yeah, Nolan, bye-bye. CEO of Eversource.